and welcome to On Topic with IU. My name is Kenny Smith with the Media School at Indiana University Bloomington. On Topic with IU interviews experts from a variety of fields across Indiana University. And right now we're closely examining a great many topics around the coronavirus pandemic and how it relates to all of us. Today I'm joined by Joe Fitter, who teaches in the Kelly School of Business at IU. Joe, you're a finance expert, several decades in the corporate world and in top spots in high-tech world all around the globe. Your insights right now, much in demand. Thank you for joining us, sir. Yeah, thank you very much, Kenny. The numbers we're seeing are shocking. They're historic. The national economy, personal economies, each can be adrift with much of the nation now largely on pause. And that's naturally impacting many people's paychecks. So, Joe, let's run through a few general hypotheticals here, if you don't mind. If I've not taken stock of my situation in a while, what should I be doing right now? Well, I think right now there's a lot of uncertainty not just uncertainty about one's personal safety and the safety of your family or, or, or children, but also financial safety. Uh, there is no uh, guarantee that job loss won't continue to mount. Uh, we've just gone through the worst period that the country has seen in terms of job loss in at least 100 years. So there are jobs that are at stake, and they may be jobs that are not traditionally thought of as being impacted by COVID-19. Um, the mo- ones that are most immediately impacted are those that are in industry that cannot thrive in a situation where a city or the entire nation is shut down. Uh, so folks who are, for example, working in uh, food service type industries are immediately impacted. But those in the travel industry, the entertainment industry, many other industries will be impacted over the longer term, most likely. So in terms of a recommendation, I think it's really critical to make sure that you shore up your emergency fund, a typically three to six months of money that is set aside in cash or cash-like securities, something like a savings account uh, or something like a money market account that's very liquid, in order to tide you over should job loss occur. Uh, Typically, we say three to six months because that's probably how long it will take for us to dig out of this situation and get past the pandemic stage and get the economy going again. Of course, there is potential for some stimulus money, but rest assured that that stimulus money is not designed to cover 100% of one's income, nor will it last for many months. And so we have to be sure as a, as a saver to uh, take stock of that emergency fund. That's probably the most important aspect that you can focus on right now. It's having some liquid cash available to tide you over if job loss should occur. Now, if job loss doesn't occur, um, that emergency fund money, uh, if you don't need it, then that can stay there for the next emergency, which is likely to come along. Because as you know, life always happens. There's always crises. So we always recommend three to six months of emergency fund in your war chest to help get you through these kinds of situations. If you're already in that unfortunate circumstance, you've been laid off or let go, what's the best plan of action for you to make it through these coming few weeks and months? Well, I think the first thing is don't panic. Understand that job loss does occur, especially during economic downturns. And we experience at least one or two economic downturns each decade. We're actually coming off a decade-plus run where we did not have a recession, which is very unusual. The past economic expansion was the longest we've had in many, many decades. Uh, So with that as context, I think we should always be preparing for the potentiality of losing our jobs. What does that mean? Well, it means taking stock of our skill set. What skills are uh, going to be in demand perhaps in the future as opposed to in the past? Uh, Look at how things like online shopping are changing. Look at how things like the quarantine period are impacting our ability to work and how we're working. We're working online. We're working virtually. 
Uh, we're shopping differently. Uh, think about that as an opportunity. Think about what skills you might want to attain while you're out of work so that when the economy turns back up, you can quickly uh, uh, fold back into the job market. The other comment that I would make with respect to job skills and skill set is that it's always wise to be a lifelong learner. You know, never stop learning, never stop updating your skills, whether it's computer skills, things like coding, where you can learn that quite honestly online and from home, and you can wind up doing some contract type of work that's quite lucrative. You know, that would be an example of uh, perhaps a skill set that one could fold into that maybe has traditionally uh, not been in that line of work before. So uh, looking at skills are, are extremely important, not panicking, understand that this like every economic recession that the United States has experienced in our 200 plus years of history, uh, we have gotten through it. This too shall pass, as my mother used to say. And that while the times may be difficult in the near term, uh, longer term, there are opportunities. The other thing that I would recommend is get educated. Understand what benefits, what uh, programs are out there that might be able to help you. If you're in a situation where you're living paycheck to paycheck, understand that there is help available. Uh, there are uh, moratoriums that are being made right now on things like rent. There are moratoriums that are being made now um, uh, with respect to uh, payments of certain uh, kinds of debt, uh, food bank, um, and, and other kinds of services that may still be available, especially if you go through job loss. And then, of course, government stimulus. And the government stimulus, there's a lot of talk of that. Uh, three stimulus bills have already been approved. Uh, and there's an additional one that probably will make its way through Congress over the spring and summer months uh, that could put folks into a better position. Now, again, rest assured that that stimulus money is not going to cover 100 percent of one's expenses uh, heading into the downturn or job loss. Let's assume that I've got to start making some really difficult choices based on my circumstance. How should I prioritize what changes I make? Well, I think the most obvious is the discretionary spending category needs to really be reined in. You know, we're in a situation where perhaps it's being reined in for us. We're not allowed to go out to eat and spend money in restaurants and go out shopping and doing quite the fun things that we used to do. So in some senses, that's helping us to manage our budget by default. But look at our expenses. You know, the single largest expense that most people have is uh, housing or rent. And make sure that you're in a situation that you're in a, uh, you're in a, you're in a situation that you can cover your rental costs. Uh, talk to your landlord, see if there's some deferment that will happen. Uh, typically, if there's a rental adjustment or rental deferment, uh, that doesn't mean that you're forgiven and you never have to pay. What most likely happens is that the lease is extended or that you're expected at some future point in time to pay back that money. So you want to be planning for that as well. Um, in terms of prioritization, you know, rent, food, health care, those are the three most important things in the current environment. And I would say that those are the areas that you should certainly prioritize. Now, one of the upsides to this is you're picking up new skills. Uh, perhaps you're not going out to restaurants uh, and eating, but you're at home. So learn to cook, you know, pick up that skill. That can last you well beyond the financial crisis where historically you might have spent 40, 50, 60 bucks to go out for dinner uh, quite frequently. Uh, you could cook at home now and you can really economize and that will help as things turn back up and getting on your feet maybe putting some of the savings back that you spent down during these lean times, that would be a great way to help you offset some of those expenditures and get you back on track over the longer term. More with Joe Fitter in just a moment, but first, a word from On Topic with IU's Emily Miles. Thanks, Kenny. I had the privilege of talking with Brandon Muncy, a therapist with Indiana University's Counseling and Psychological Services. We walked through some tips and resources for folks who may be experiencing depression or anxiety during this 
exceptionally challenging time. Even if one didn't have an existing anxiety or depression, it, it could emerge during this time, right? And we want to normalize that there's no one particular way anyone should be feeling right now. Whatever you're feeling right now, it's valid. We're all having to go through a process of what does normal look like right now? You can hear more of this conversation with Brandon Muncy this week on Topic with IU. Thanks, Emily. So, Joe Fitter, my budget has probably changed a great deal. My habits, they're undergoing some changes, too. I've heard that landlords and banks and the like are putting some payments on pause. You mentioned that a moment ago. Is this a good approach for me right now if I need to take advantage of it? And if I do need to use it, what's the best way to get started there? You know, landlords are, uh, in most cases, they're being um, cooperative. But legally, they don't have to be cooperative at this stage. Um, it is not yet a state law that uh, rent has to be foregone, uh, although that's changing very quickly. So the need to keep one ear to the ground to understand uh, these regulations and these benefits is critically important. They are going to change over time, and they're going to vary from state to state. So the benefits that Indiana has may be different than the benefits of Illinois or California and so forth. And so you want to stay close to that information so that you understand what kind of benefits are coming available and where you might qualify or might not qualify, as the case may be. Since you mentioned discretionary spending a moment ago, and obviously we're not going out and spending as we normally do, what's the best way for me to repurpose that Starbucks money, that date night money? How can I put that to my advantage now? I think that as you adjust your lifestyle with the new realities of having to be quarantined or having to be confined to home, you know, you certainly are uh, presented with an opportunity to save. I would first and foremost uh, shore up the, the, the war chest, the three to six month emergency savings. Beyond that, I would look around and I would consider whether there are some opportunities for spending that will increase my productivity or increase my potential to earn as the upturn happens. For example, maybe you're in a situation where you're working from home, your internet is not very good. Perhaps you upgrade your internet speed so that you are most productive doing those things that you now have to do at home where historically you had to work in the office and you were, you know, uh, given high-speed internet in the office environment. So, um, you know, things like internet, um, the ability to uh, get additional education. You might sign up for some training classes, some online courses, something that you might have to pay for, a certification. Uh, That all can be advantageous to you long-term. You know, beyond the emergency fund, et cetera, if you're able to put some more money away, um, you know, you might think about paying down your debt. So that if you go into a situation where your job becomes shaky down the road, you're not in debt and you're able to manage through that crisis uh, without having to go uh, into collections on any of your bills or any of your outstanding uh, debts that you might have. No two listeners' circumstances are going to be the same here, of course. So what's the best advice that we can provide that they can go find what's important and necessary for them right now? You know, there's a a large segment of the population that we're addressing. Um, So, you know, if you're a student and you're concerned about um, your apartment here in Bloomington or you're a student who's worried about a summer internship or a summer job evaporating, uh, you know, a great approach uh, is to talk to uh, career counselors, uh, those who are um, those who are involved in helping people with their careers, helping make sure that they have the right skill sets. Uh, If you're someone, on the other hand, who's recently lost a job in the service industry, you know, you might talk about job retraining and the kinds of skill set you might be able to develop while you're while the economy is slow in terms of retraining. And a lot of that would probably be virtual training online because most of the 
tra- uh, trade organizations, trade schools, places to learn new skills are going to be closed right now. If you're a little bit later in your career and you're going through the situation uh, right now with respect to uncertainty, uh, you know, you may want to talk to a uh, certified financial planner or a uh, finance professional that is going to be able to give you some advice on perhaps investments, uh, real estate investments, uh, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, exchange traded funds, other types of securities, and make sure that you also see this as an opportunity as an investor, because quite honestly, stocks are on sale. Right? They're 25% cheaper than they were just a month ago. And so uh, unlike the toilet paper that's flying off the shelves, you know, stock is on sale. We, this is an opportunity to potentially stock up. And so I think that depending which life stage you're in, you have different concerns, different needs. There are different avenues and opportunities for help. Uh, the last that I would say is if you're an older person, you know, your health is most important. And this goes beyond financial health, but the, certainly uh, physical health matters a lot. Wash your hands. Uh, don't go out uh, without uh, a safety mask. Uh, make sure that you're staying out of harm's way, shopping in the early hours of the morning when the grocery stores are allowing you to shop without uh, quite as many people, by as many crowds, and, and yield to what the state is recommending. If the state is recommending to shelter in place, you know, don't go take a vacation. Uh, listen to what they're saying. They're trying to keep us all safe. Can't be said enough right now. For more information, follow us on social media. On Topic with IU is on Twitter and Facebook. And be sure to search the hashtag InThisTogether to take part in the broad statewide campaign. Joe Fitter teaches finance in the Kelly School of Business at Indiana University. Thank you for joining us today, sir. Thank you very much. We appreciate the good advice. And we thank you for joining us as well. For On Topic with IU, I'm Kenny Smith.